Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about money beliefs, why they are important, and why during this time, they are going to be impacting you maybe a lot more than usual. And if you're like, oh, it's about money beliefs. I don't need this. I only need tangible like tips of how to save. Trust me, buckle in, tune in for the next five minutes. And then if you are still like, I don't need this, fine. You can jump off then. But here's what I want to talk about today. This is going to impact everyone during this time. If we're not aware of it and if we're not actively um, reflecting on this. So during times of stress or times of chaos, it is going to make it easier to see and point out your limiting money beliefs. It's going to make it easier to see and to point out your limiting money beliefs. And if you are not familiar with what money beliefs are and why they matter, I'm just going to give you a quick little refresher. So our money beliefs are basically the truths. So the things that we take as a truth or as a fact, and a lot of these about money, and a lot of these are determined by the time we're eight years old. Okay. So by the time we're eight years old, we see things going on. A lot of times it's the way our parents acted around money or they talked around money or they felt around money. And we pick up on that as an eight ish year old. And then we determine from what we see, we say, okay, that must mean, or my parents said this. So that means that blank is true. That means that I will never get ahead with money that's true. That's a fact. That is like the sky is blue and I will never get ahead with money. And we store these beliefs and that is what we run our lives based on. It's a principle we run our lives based on and it carries through your entire life until you or if you choose to update them. These same things, the same things that you determine to be true, these money beliefs as an eight-year-old will still be running your life today subconsciously, you're not aware of this. You're not walking around being like, gee, I think I'm going to self-sabotage all of my finances because as a kid, my parents told me that I don't deserve to have nice things. So therefore, when I do have money, I blow it and then I can never have nice things. We don't actually think that through, but these beliefs are still running our life today. So as a kid, whatever you picked up, it's still running your freaking life. And I made a joke yesterday to Shay. And it's one of those things where you're like, haha, funny, but like, sadly, it's, it's super true. And I said, you know what? There's probably a lot of eight year olds out there who are getting pretty 
emotionally effed up right now with their money beliefs because of what's going on in our world. There's chaos, there's uncertainty. And so, you know, I was halfway kidding, but this is totally true that the, the seven, eight, nine year olds out there are learning from their parents or their caretakers or what's going on in the world. And they are deciding things. They're deciding these money beliefs subconsciously that are then in 15 years and 20 years when they get to that age that, you know, us millennials are at right now, those things are still going to be running their life. So if they're picking up that, oh my gosh, everything can be taken away from you in, in an instant and you can lose your job and lose your income and struggle and never have enough and and money so scare scary and all this stuff whatever those money beliefs are that those 8 year olds right now are picking up on when they are in their 20s and 30s those are still th- those things whatever they're picking up are going to be ruling their lives subconsciously at 20 years old and 30 years old and here's the thing A lot of times, and I work with my clients on this a lot about updating our money beliefs, right? Because if I have a money belief that says I don't deserve to have money because I, you know, nobody in my family has money or I'm always going to be middle class or whatever belief I grew up. For example, one of my money beliefs that I've had since I was super little was you have to work really, really, really hard just to have enough, but not get ahead. And so if you look at the course of my life, and if you've heard me say this, I say this a lot in interviews, but the theme of a lot of my life from when I was 15 or actually 14, I started working, I started, um, you know, babysitting and doing all these odd jobs. I would work really hard. I mean, I was 14, 15 years old and, and working during the summer, almost full time. And I did this all through high school and college and I worked really hard, but no matter how hard I worked, I had nothing to show for it. I had no money. I was 15 years old making, you know, $400 a week and had nothing in my bank account because I would spend it or I would misplace it or I would whatever. And so that theme stuck with me until I updated those beliefs in my early twenties and said, that's not the story that I am going to abide by anymore. I'm no longer going to use that money belief to to run my life. My new belief, the new truth I want to live by is that I can work hard and make money and get ahead. Or even better, I can I don't have to work hard. I can work smart and make money and get ahead. So, really really updating that has had the biggest impact on my reality, on my real world because whatever we believe, that's how we're going to act. That's how we're going to act. And, but the problem is that, so I just told you one of the money beliefs that I used to have and how I've updated it. But the thing that even I, that is, is difficult for me and my clients struggle with sometimes is pointing out our own money beliefs. That's why, in my opinion, it is so important to have a mentor. I have tons of mentors in my life that point those things out for me. Because for wherever you're at, you probably, this is a blind spot for you because it's a subconscious trait. And so if you're not having someone to help you point this out, it can be really hard to figure out what your money beliefs are. And here's the cool thing, because we're looking for gratitude right now. We're looking on the bright side. Here's the cool thing for what's going on right now. 
because there is increased stress and there's increased pressure of what's going on in our world, there's chaos, our money beliefs, our limiting money beliefs are going to show themselves more than when everything's going great and the economy is booming and work is awesome and money's coming in and everything's chill and we're just out there chilling. Now in chaos, our limiting money beliefs are going to come to surface. They're going to pop up, you know? Um, And so here's what I want you to do to take advantage of that so you can come out of this time period, not just going down the spiral of, of your limiting money beliefs and coming out worse off with more limiting money beliefs that are going to impact you negatively for the rest of your life, but coming out with stronger money beliefs and getting rid of our limiting beliefs. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to get out a notepad in your phone and write money beliefs on the top of it. Okay. This is going to sound silly, but I promise this is going to be so eye-opening. Write money beliefs on the top of this and just leave it, leave it in your phone. Anytime you start to feel stress, because for a lot of us, that's the first time we notice it, right? Is when we feel it. We physically in our bodies feel the anxiety. We feel the stress. We feel the overwhelm. And when that happens to you, that might be a state you're in right now. I want you to pause and say, think to yourself, what was I thinking that made me feel this way? What were the thoughts going through my head that made me feel this way? Most likely it was about, oh my, you know, maybe you were reading a news article or watching something on TV about the news and said, oh my gosh, like what if I lose my job? Or what if I get lower hours? Or what if I don't get that paycheck? Or what if I can't get this, my money back from this plane ticket? And then I don't have enough in my account. And how am I going to pay my bills? And how am I going to save? And what if this? And what if this? And what if this? And we start going down the spiral. So think about the thoughts, because if we can list out all the thoughts that we're going through our head, we can identify the belief. We can identify the belief. And once we know the belief, because the thoughts are going to tell us what the belief is, I'm going to give you an example in a second. But once we understand the belief, what the belief is of, you know, I can never get ahead with money or I am going, I'm not going to be able to get through this or whatever that belief is, we can create a new one. We can create a new belief because remember that a belief is something that you are choosing subconsciously as a truth. You're like, again, the sky is blue. My name is Chloe. I can never get ahead with money. And you know that game you used to play when you were a kid or sometimes like people still do it and like ice breaking things at work where it's like two truths and a lie, <laughs> you know? You're choosing for I can never get ahead with money or whatever that lie is, you're choosing for that to be a truth. And we want to point out, no, that's a lie. And we can update that. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to write your belief. And I'm going to give you an example of this. So we, we feel anxiety. We're like, oh, what was I thinking that made me feel that way? What do those thoughts show me my belief is? Once we see that belief, I want you to type it in your notepad where you wrote money beliefs. Type that belief. 
And then I want you to choose a new one as if you were getting rid of an old pair of shoes that you don't want to wear anymore and buying a new pair, buying a brand new, perfect pair. What do you want that belief to be? Because here's the thing. Chaos brings out our scarcity. Chaos brings out our scarcity that's hidden inside of us. And I want you to allow this to be a time of massive reflection and innovation. But you cannot go out and make more money or get ahead during this time if you are plagued with this scarcity and you are being plagued with your limiting beliefs just ruining that that um, ability to go out and be innovative, to go out and serve, to go out and make more money or to go out and um, get ahead with money right now. Because you can get ahead during this time if you're in an abundant space. And so here's what I want you to do. If, you're, if you catch yourself feeling anxious, again, what are the thoughts? Here, here's an example. So if you have the thoughts, you f- catch yourself feeling anxious, you're like, okay, what was the thought? And the thought was something like, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to run out of money. That was the thought. What is the belief there? The belief is that there's only a fixed amount of ways that I can bring in money. Because the only way you would run out of money is if the the income coming in stopped, right? If I knew that, okay, if that income stopped, I can make money somewhere else, I wouldn't be worried about make of running out of money. But if there's only one faucet that of, you know, there's only one sink, one faucet running that water is coming out and that gets shut off, that's when I'm scared. So it I'm going to run out of money comes from the belief. Let's say you're a bartender and you're like, oh my gosh, the restaurants are closed. I obviously am not going to get hours. Therefore, I'm not going to get money. And you're having this belief of I'm going to run out of money or this thought that comes from the belief that you going and being a bartender is the only way that you can make money. There's a fixed way that you can make money. And so if that's the belief, you're writing this in your notepad, I want you to choose a new one. What is the new truth that is going to lead to a better outcome? Because here's the thing. We can play out this scenario. If you think I'm going to run out of money and your belief is there's only a fixed amount of ways for you to make money, of course you're going to be stressed. Of course you're going to be overwhelmed because there's nothing you can do from that place of scarcity. But what if we choose a new belief? What if we wrote down in our notepad that my new belief, the new truth that I'm going to live my life by is that there are infinite ways that I can make money. I simply need to find a new way to make money, a a problem to solve, and that will allow me to find a new way to make money. What if that was your new belief? What What are the actions you would take from that place? Totally different ones. Because with the first belief, there's nothing I can do. My faucet of money was shut off. With the new one, if I have 100 sinks, I just need to go to a different one. I need to go and figure out what I can do online. I need to go and figure out what I can do from my home. I need to go and figure out what I can do to make money in a a different way. Here's the thing. This time of chaos is going to bring out the worst in your money mindset, probably. It's probably going to bring out the worst. But if we can use that to our advantage, We can use that to our advantage and say, aha, there you go. Now you don't have the luxury of hiding from me anymore, right? Because when when everything is going right in the world, we have the luxury of ignoring our finances. 
because there's always another paycheck, right? There's, you know, sure, I'm wasting my money or I'm not taking care of my money, but I have an, another paycheck I can count on, or I have this or I have that. In times of chaos, we don't have the luxury a lot of times to ignore our finances if that's something we've been ignoring. And so right now, if you can use this time where your limiting money beliefs are popping up, it's like that game, like whack-a-mole. Did you guys ever have whack-a-mole when you were a kid and the groundhog or the mole, I guess, would pop up and then you would hit it with a hammer? You can't hit the mole with a hammer unless it peeks its head out of the ground. And your limiting money beliefs are peeking their head out of your out of the ground And it's time to whack them down and choose a new belief because from that new belief, everything else is going to come for you. Everything else, all the opportunities that are happening in our world right now, all the need for innovation, all the need for forward thinking is not going to come to you when you are in living in that place of scarcity. Okay. That notepad of you doing this work is going to be life-changing if you allow it. Because here's the scary thing. If you're not actively taking these beliefs and updating them, of course, they're going to stay there. But also in times of chaos and stress and uncertainty, we can create new and limiting beliefs or new limiting beliefs, excuse me, new limiting beliefs, more limiting beliefs. We don't want that. We don't want that. We want to get rid of them, wash them out and have a, have a mind that is living from the truths that will create the life we want. And that is possible for you. That's so possible for you. It is possible and available for you to come out of this time of certainty better off than when we came into it. And I want that for you. (sighs) Thank you so freaking much for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Deeper the Money podcast. If you loved it, I would love for you to go leave a review. It means so much to me. It's like my guilty pleasure to read reviews because they they mean more to me than I can express to you. So please take a second to do that. And I will see you back next week for an episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. <laughs>